0: Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Kat Burdett, wellbeing coach, eternal nomad and self-love enthusiast. Come join me on a journey as I deep dive into what it really takes to achieve that happy, content state of being. The goal of this show is to bring you those feel-good vibes, expand your learning and encourage your own personal growth so that you can discover what wellbeing means for you. I'll be exploring every and any genre, including health, mindset, spirituality, and much more. So get ready for a juicy, mind-opening, raw, and real experience where no topic is off limits. I hope this helps you to feel good. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. Thank you for being here today. I am currently sat in my living room in Costa Rica. The sun is beaming down on me, feeling really good today. And I know that probably sucks to hear for a lot of people because you're probably in the cold right now. But you know, I'm bringing that sunshine to you, hopefully through my words, through this interview I've got for you today as well speaking of which so i have the wonderful mr james carson joining me today and he really is a great big ball of sunshine himself um he is such a fun lovely person if you've never heard of james you really should go and check him out on instagram because he does the most hilarious reels and yeah he's just so funny so We talk all about holistic wellness today because that is what James does. He is a holistic wellness coach, so very, very similar to myself. So we have a really beautiful conversation all about that. And you're going to learn a lot about self-care, self-love, lots of tools and practices that you can implement into your daily life. So I don't need to say any more because we're going to get juicy here with all the information. So without further ado, here is the wonderful James. Hello and welcome to the show, James. What an absolute honour having you here today.
1: (laughs) Hello, Kat. Thank you very much for the honour and pleasure of being on the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. It's a pleasure.
0: Oh, lovely. Well, you're very welcome. Excited to have you here. So many questions to ask you. Um, So for those people that don't know you, I would love for you to just share a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Sure, of course. So my name is James Carson and three major components of what I do is holistic health and wellness coaching, keynote speaking and acting. Uh, and the reason that I got into the holistic health and wellness space is because I've had, and I think, I'm sure a lot of us have, had our own bouncy time with our health or with our mental well-being or our emotional well-being and getting myself out of that journey, all the things that I learned and saved me essentially from a very dark place. I've took it upon myself to share that message and support others in the same way.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I think you and I have quite a similar, we've had quite a similar journey, actually. Um, mm-hmm. It often mm-hmm. comes from those moments where we're not feeling so great that we then want to help other people. So. I
1: agree, Kat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, there's a question I ask everybody on the show, and that is what does well-being mean to you?
1: Very good. So well-being to me, if you separate the two words, we've got well and being. So we're all beings on this planet. And well, it's just all about wellness, the wellness, the health, the support, the nourishment of ourselves, because if it's not well-being, it could be illness. So we always want that well component. And that comes through, and I speak about all the time, but that self-care component whether it's yin or yang, energy restorative or energy expenditure. So it's just looking after our being, our vessel and our life and our soul.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Hmm. That feeling of um, just feeling good internally. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful. Well, I just need to tell you, James, that I think you are absolutely hilarious. And <laughs> there aren't many people in the world who have me crying with laughter. Um, especially your are real. You start the morning saying this is, this is the morning with self-care and the morning without self-care. I I literally watch that over and over again <laughs> to the point where I'm laughing out loud in my bedroom. So stupid. Um. <laughs> that's great to hear. So thank you for giving me and so many other people a lot of joy with your it's
1: a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's great to hear feedback of people just laughing their head off. It's so good because that's the main goal. That's awesome.
0: No, I think you're very comical and you do it very well, so... <laughs> thank you (laughs) and I love how um you can also laugh at yourself and you're comfortable doing that because it shows that you you have a lot of trust in yourself but I know that that's not always been the case for you so I was wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing more about that time and then that moment where you decided to change
1: yeah, where to begin, I suppose. I I think where it all really started, like the depths of it was following on from this dark period of my life, like I blew out to 100 and close to 140 kilograms I'm trying to think what that is in pounds, maybe almost 300 pounds for the people on the other system. I was drinking, I was in a very bad way. And I was um, studying, but I wasn't really going to college. And I was sort of just very lonely and alone deep down, I didn't really realize. And then After a period of time, I connected with with a girl and we we dated for a little bit. Then that relationship ended in a breakup from me, uh, a breakup and a heartbreak. And that sort of triggered me to better myself to lose the weight and really improve my lifestyle. Um, Time progressed and I started losing weight. It was great, but it was more about ego. It was more about vanity. And as time progressed even further, I took it upon myself to take steroids and performance enhancing drugs. And they... Mm. Gave me, or I developed a condition called gynecomastia, where you basically develop lumps in your chest and your body from an imbalance of hormones. And I had to hold on to that. I had to go through the surgery of that. I was so ashamed of it; no one knew what was going on. So when I went through ahead with the surgery, I it was four months of recovery, and it was probably the lowest, darkest, most oppressive time of my life to this day still. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I discovered the meditation modalities and gratitude and journaling and all these things that really helped me. Um, and then from there, it was just a massive awakening of continuous work of, of counseling, of, of events, of, of coaches, of programs, of of plant medicine, everything, just to better myself ever since. So it's been a long journey.
0: Mm, but a very transformative one by the sounds of it.
1: Very. Yeah. Very transformative for sure.
0: Yeah. Incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. It must've been a very, very difficult time. Um, Speaking of holistic wellness, mm-hmm. what are the the core elements uh to holistic wellness, would you say?
1: In, in my own insight, I'm sure everyone has their own, yeah, <laughs> own insights on this. So the, <laughs> the core insights, and I think a lot of us go back to it um, all the time, is the three components that make us human being, is mind, body, and soul, right? So there's also a fourth one that I'll elaborate on as well that I that I learned about not long ago, which is very powerful. So mind is just that mental well-being, and there's a difference between the mind and the brain. So like your thoughts, your energy, how you hold yourself, looking after your mental and emotional space, um, then your body, just the foods that you eat, how you move your body, how you rest, and how you hold yourself in your posture, and um, then your soul or your spirit or your your however you want to call it is just nourishing that deep that deep energy within you where you do the things that you love. Basically, you do the things that feel right to you. You support your intuition. You follow your heart. You follow your soul and do the things that you love to do, not what we're sold that we should do. And then the final and fourth one is actually, I've learned about this is your shadow. So working with your past, working with your childhood, working with past lives, whatever it might be, depending on your beliefs. But those four components are massive areas. And I feel like they're the cornerstones of, of holistic wellness.
0: Mm, Yeah, I completely agree. And yeah, the shadow work is a really important component of it um, because that's the part of ourselves that we, we suppress and that we don't want to identify with and often quite ashamed to identify with, but actually it is a part of us. And when you welcome that in, it's very nourishing and it gives you a sense of wholeness.
1: I agree. I agree. I think as soon as we as we face our they're not even demons. As soon as we face our past and and come at peace with it and forgive it and and send love to it, it just helps to be so much more liberating in life. And it's not like you you're ignoring it or anything like that. But it's like really just embracing it because that's the journey you had to go on to become the human that you are now. Every single bit of pain, tears, anguish, all everything I've been through has just been an absolute gift, and I wouldn't have it any other way until this point, because I see how it's had me at this point now.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. It's made you who you are. And yeah, I feel 100% the same. Um, mm-hmm. I don't regret any of the hard times I've been through or any of the processes I, I've had to face. And I've been to some pretty dark places myself. So yeah, I totally understand that. Um, When it comes to reaching a place of like wholeness and and feeling balanced within yourself um how or can you do it without doing any mindset work do you think
1: jeez (laughs) i suppose it's it's, so reaching wholeness without doing any mindset work i suppose it depends on what you define on mindset because just about anything you do there's a form of mindset like there's exercise there's mindset look i think it to me is paramount because it, it actually starts with the mind and i think if you completely neglect it or you you aren't mindful of it its your results and your well-being will not improve as well if at all to be honest mm-hmm. like you can go and run and work out eat well but if you're still absorbing negative information or you're still thinking negative thoughts or you're in a negative environment mm-hmm. it's that's going to eat away at you more you know, that's going to in like affect your body more if the mind isn't supported, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and it's important to be able to go back and rewire your limiting beliefs and changing the narrative of your story. And um, I personally feel it is a, a crucial part uh to your well-being. And yeah, I definitely wouldn't be where I am today had I not done that work. Um, mm-hmm. it can be quite daunting and you know, some of that is shadow work, like we were discussing. Um but it is, yeah, it's, it's the most transformative work you can do. And, uh, yeah, you need a bit of everything.
1: <laughs> I love that. And Kat, what was the most, I know you're me, but what was the most <laughs> transformative, transformative mindset work that you did? Do you think?
0: Ah, oh, probably like my inner child stuff. And, uh, yes when I realized that, oh my God, the story that I'd been telling myself was just my own perception of it, my own childlike perception. It wasn't the actual truth and mm-hmm. that I could change that and rewrite it. And yeah, literally that that set me free and it gave me so much confidence and so much resilience as well. Um, and yeah, I just stopped worrying about stuff that was bothering me from the past and yeah it was wonderful so yeah i would say that
1: amazing thank you for sharing Beautiful.
0: <laughs> that's okay thank you for asking me a question oh i wasn't prepared <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, lo- I like throwback questions sometimes i'm not always like i, I do know. my best to to do it's an energetic exchange i believe that's beneficial
0: yes i'm gonna watch out yeah. for that now <laughs> <laughs> Um, so a massive component to my well-being and happiness and something that I am super passionate about has been making sure that I fuel my body correctly with the right food and nutrition. And it's made a massive difference to my life. It's increased my energy levels, um, my focus. It's changed my skin. It's been incredible. But despite knowing this and sharing this with people, so many people fight me on it and they're resistant to changing their eating habits. So I'm curious to hear your views on nutrition. How important a role does it play in us feeling good?
1: <laughs> I didn't mean to make that face for anyone listening. I was like, oh nutrition. It's a tender subject for a lot of people. Isn't sure. it? It it's huge. It, like, how important is it? It's it's huge. It's 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 the next one down from your mindset. Like it's it's massive and and The philosophy that I embark on to anyone is just is you eat as naturally as possible. As you think we would evolve, you eat natural foods that come from the earth, like not things from boxes, packages or things with numerous ingredients or anything that's been manufactured. We just think how did our ancestors how did they eat how did they evolve you know what was your lineage how did they how did they sort of forage you know mm-hmm. eating from that and um also taking ownership of it i know sometimes people think oh cooking's a task or whatever but like having grace and gratitude of having food and just understanding it's going into your body it's becoming part of you so being really mindful of that makes a huge difference yeah. <laughs> you know some. I had this saying that I heard the other day, which was great. It was like some people shop for food, like they're shopping for fuel or gasoline, just like the cheapest, fastest option, which is not not the smartest thing for sure.
0: Yeah. And if you you fill the tank with the wrong gas, the car's going to break, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. You start to get problems. Engine lights come on and then people go, oh, I'll just stick a piece of tape over that engine light. I won't worry about that. <laughs> and then down the line, the muffler falls off you're like, oh, God, what's, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. our body just has; they have telltale signs if we if we're not liking food, like if we're sluggish, if we're slow. And I know there's there's exceptions to the rule, but if like supplementing is like you have to supplement some things or some things that you're missing. And I, I I'm not 100 for supplements to be honest. Like I hope that you'd get everything from natural sources, but I understand that there are exceptions to that rule too.
0: Yeah, definitely. And um some people say like the soil these days is depleted in nutrients, so actually having the sub- supplements really helps um but you don't need them and um there's a whole thing about being closer to the fresh food source as well is a lot better for you because then you're getting more nutrients so yeah like if your food mm-hmm. is imported from another country then yeah it's going to lose right. all that nutrient density
1: that's right Kat. and that's why the be- the great thing is you shop at local farmers markets and things like that where it's direct from the farmer and you like the, the big chains of the shopping centers, they're always gonna thrive. So like you, you support the, the small family or the mom or the dad or the ma and pa, that's not only just more wholesome in the food, but you can also small the collective support the collectiveness of people too, which is really powerful, which I think feels better. Yeah,
0: morning. and that's very much the vibe here in Nasara. Um, in fact, I went to the farmer's market yesterday, and it was just glorious, and nothing was in plastic, and I was so happy. And, you know, I'm saying hey to all my friends there and catching up with people, and everyone's got their little stool. And it was just, it's it's just wonderful. It, uh, you know, food brings people together, such a great sense of community. <laughs>
1: I Agree, Kat. I agree. It's it's a different experience, isn't it, going to a farmers market than it is to a grocery shop. I'm sure you'd agree. Like they normally, people got their list, they're in the trolley, they're in and out. But farmers markets are kind of, just, it's a flowiness of just like, oh, a bit of this, a bit of that. Oh, there's a food stall over there. Oh, this person's really chatty, and yeah, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, and and you also take what's seasonal as well, which I think is really <laughs> lovely.
1: It's <That's> really <very laughs> lovely, indeed. I agree.
0: Amazing. I'm not going to go on about that because I literally could go on about food for the entire uh, interview. So. <laughs> we can it up a little bit because no I love
1: not...
0: So, question for you What have you found to be the main reason why people don't look after themselves? Are there any similarities or does each person have a different story?
1: it's a great question, Kat. And what, what I have observed is very interesting. Um, when we're born, we're given health and life for, like, if we're fortunate enough to be born with no issues, we're given health and life for free. And we're very familiar with it throughout child, throughout being a baby, child. So sometimes familiarity breeds contentment, meaning that it's just always been there.
0: Mm-hmm. you know.
1: So it might just be like a bit of a second thought. But if we pay 50, 60, whatever, how much cars go for now for like a flash car, we'll wash it, we'll make sure it's service, make sure it's all sweet because we paid money for it. But sometimes when things are given, we're, we're familiar with it and they're given for free. It's sometimes a second thought. That is one thing that I see sometimes, but also the other thing is it's just work gets in the way, life gets into the way. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I work with um, a lot of mothers and they are nourishing children or they're nourishing their work or they're nourishing something else. They're very nourishing creatures, uh, creatures, people, (laughs) humans, (laughs) and that, that often makes them become a second thought. And sometimes society also doesn't have our back on this too because you know there's, there's junk food it's very addictive there's advertising there's all these things that stray our mind away from ourselves and onto other things like like alcohol or junk food or gambling or sport or whatever the distraction is and that leads us down a different path where we sort of forget ourselves if that makes sense
0: yeah yeah that's right we forget what's important which is us and we don't prioritize ourselves. and yeah we live unfortunately in the age of convenience and that's all around us you can't really escape it um yeah i'm making a very conscious effort that at the moment to not do that and um to try and like cook more for myself which i was slacking on when i was working back in the hospital um so uh yeah just making that conscious effort makes such a difference to your well-being
1: i agree I agree and it's not always the like in the beginning if there's like resistance if you find a bit of a pain as soon as you start to feel the difference and feel better it becomes like a healthy like motivation to keep going for sure and there are times where people fall off the wagon and that all happens to all of us but it's just having that consistent like ownership of like I'm going to keep working on me I'm going to keep eating well I'm going to keep cooking for myself I'm going to keep making time for myself even if it's just baby steps you know what I mean
0: yeah um Mm -hmm. yeah that's what I did over um like COVID I kind of took that time to really take care of myself back in 2020 got myself in the best shape of my life um ate really well and felt incredible and so yeah it was like diet and nutrition it started out all like that really um and then i became addicted to it and then i was like oh you know what's what's next what's the next thing and then i started to meditate and working on my mind and then it's kind of like blossomed from there really um so yeah That's amazing self-care is amazing so much for me
1: <laughs> wow so that it's interesting how COVID affected people differently those lockdowns Isn't like it? like you you went down a beautiful path but some people went down and, and it's not like not everyone's fault but like they went down the path of just binging on watching shows or whatever and Uber Eats was flat out the whole time and um, yeah it's great that you went down that path so well done
0: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I did a bit of Uber Eats as well, to be fair.
1: <laughs>
0: Deliveroo. Oh, no, I'm having Deliveroo. Sorry. I shouldn't do Deliveroo.
1: that. Deliveroo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe you well, don't have that in Australia. I don't know.
1: Deliveroo. No, we definitely, well, I'm sure we do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yep.
0: Well, you have kangaroos, so I feel like you should. Um...
1: <laughs> I actually thought that was, I thought that was uh, thought of in Australia. since it's called Deliveroo, but maybe not. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I've never thought about the Australian contingent of that, but there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to pick on up on something you were saying before. So there are many people who are really short on time and like they have a very stressful job. They're juggling a busy family life. What's your advice for these types of people who are desperately in need of self-care?
1: Mm, definitely. It's, it's the same thing every single time. It's just starting small but most importantly, starting and just have a quick look at your day and just think, where can I get five to 10 minutes out of my day to just do something that makes me smile or is very nourishing. Um, so if most parents and stuff in the mornings is a no-go because the kids come flying in or whatever, and they're straight getting ready for school, negotiating getting them getting into the car, them in, and they're gone. So I say, okay, once you've driven them to school, after you've dropped them off, Like, can you have five minutes, 10 minutes in your car? Or like, is this a lunchtime thing? Or maybe right in the evening. So just starting small with just something, whether it's journaling, breath work, meditation, whether it's just like a quick walk or workout. And then you just do that. Like, right, I'm going to have this five minute slot for myself every day for the next week. See how it feels. And always it feels better. And then that helps to motivate them to push it out a little bit more. And they find when they have this extra time, they feel better. They're more effective with their time anyway they feel better they're more aware they're more present so it just motivates them to keep going it's just having that intention just to start and just know that you don't have to be doing yoga for two hours a day meditating for another hour and doing a juice cleanse every single day just these little tiny things make a massive difference basically
0: yeah no that's brilliant and so true and that's what I did as well you know you start with one thing and then you become the expert at it you get really good at that and then you realize, oh, now I actually want to do something else. And then you start on something else and get really good at that and then build it up from there. And then before you know it, you're treating yourself like a king or queen. And uh, mm. it feels great.
1: <laughs> what was the first thing that you or what was one of the major little things that you adopted first?
0: Um, hmm. Well, I was exercising a lot. Um But yeah, I would say it was probably my nutrition. Yeah, when I started to change my nutrition and um, it was actually when I went to Bali back in 2015 when I did my big traveling that I kind of discovered the power of food and how healing it can be. And um, I was in Ubud and I was sick and I got myself better on eating um, just organic local food, um, mainly vegan. Um, I had like organic meat and like fresh fish sometimes and I everyone was coming up to me and going oh my god your skin you are glowing you look incredible and I was like I feel like shit but thank you so much (laughs) um and I had like a chest infection but I healed myself and so that was probably when it started for me and then it took like another couple of years before I um properly started to integrate like clean eating into my diet and Cut out processed food um, and refined sugars and things like that. So,
1: yeah. Excellent. Nicely.
0: <laughs> cool. Okay. So, sometimes in life, uh, things suck <laughs> and we get presented um, with a lot of challenges and difficult times. It can be very upsetting. And this is often when we tend to fall back into unhealthy, self sabotaging behavior and hurt ourselves. So have you discovered, I was wondering, an effective way to prevent this from happening or is it a case of riding it out and then just getting back on the horse?
1: Mm, It's a great question. So the self-sabotage component comes up a lot for people and it's the first step with anything and changing anything is bringing awareness to it obviously being like, Oh, okay. I feel like I'm doing some emotional eating now, or I'm making excuses now or something's coming up for me now. And just being really honest with yourself and there you can definitely change it. You can definitely eliminate it. And there are, but there are also times where like it does have to happen or you just have to let it happen. Or like the more awareness you bring to it, eventually it starts to change. So say you just, you have a moment where like you go on exercise, but you come home and you binge too much on dinner. You're like, okay, you may do that for like a week or so. And then like, okay, I shouldn't be binging too much on dinner. You may do it every other day and then eventually only like once or twice a week and then not at all. So you basically got to let it happen, bring awareness to it, let it happen, but also l- allow yourself to do the work to change it as well. So it's, very, it's a very common thing. Sometimes people get scared of their own success and the ego tries to keep us in the same spot because it's familiar.
0: Oh, yes. i right. been going through that in my business lately, actually. Yeah. That fear mm-hmm. of success is quite a big one. And yeah, it took a while for that awareness to come to me and made me realize, oh, yep, definitely self-sabotaging here. Um, but that's it. As soon as you have that awareness, you start to dissolve it and things start to get better. So brilliant.
1: Mm-hmm. You're great. Yeah. Yep.
0: And um, so what's the best way to create sustainable, long-lasting, positive lifestyle changes? Is it just like you were saying about taking those small steps or is it mm-hmm. there's something else you can do?
1: Yeah, I think uh, definitely those small steps, Cap. but I think one of the biggest ones is for people to really understand why they want to make the change. You know, I suppose it, it's a few steps. Understand what you want to change, how you want it to look, understand why you want to do it, and then start that little first step basically because if they as soon as they know why, like what they want to do, why they want to do it is the biggest thing. And then the little steps ahead, it's so much more clear than to do it. It's less intimidating. if that makes sense? Mm-hmm. So yeah. whenever I'd work with someone, I get a really clear understanding as to what they want to do, where they want to be, and what's important to them. But also I have to understand, okay, what, what makes you want to do this? That is the thing that's going to keep you going. Meaning some of them say, I just want to live to my fullest potential. Some people say, I want more energy to play with the kids. Some people want to be more in love with my image. All sorts of different things like that. So, so it's getting those components in place, and then then just those little baby steps, and be consistent with it. Um, and the marketing of the fitness and health industry is as fast results thirty days, and everything turns around, mm. which is which is hard. It can be for some people, but it's understand that a few months in in the space of your life is actually only a short amount of time. But massive changes can be done in that time as long as you're patient and you're consistent and you keep showing up. Basically,
0: yeah, definitely. What you're describing there is basically the foundations of manifestation as well, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. getting clear on what you want and then embodying that thing by taking action on it. And, yeah.
1: Exactly. I mean, we're a a manifestation of our thoughts, right, of our thoughts, actions, and habits.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly, exactly. So a few little questions to finish on here. Um, If you could go back in time and give advice to your younger self, who was struggling with their mental health. What would you say to him?
1: Oh, that's a great question. He's struggling with his mental health. The first thing that springs to mind, and I've, ha- I've had a s- similar types of questions in the past, and you know when you go through a journey and you sort of think you'd never want to undo anything or change anything because it's a journey that had to go on, I'd almost literally just like go and see him, toss his little head and be like, you'll be right, mate. Just hang on, (laughs) you know, like this. it's it's. I know it doesn't really answer the question, but it's kind of the journey he had to go through. But I suppose if we were to really nourish that in a child, which is something a lot of us missed as as kids, I suppose, in our generation, it's just literally sitting down and saying, mate, your thoughts and feelings are valid. It's okay. It's okay to not feel like yourself. Um, It's okay to share these things. It's a safe space. You know, the people around you love you, they care for you, it's gonna be it's gonna be okay. And you can tell me or them anything. Mm. That's what I would have wanted to hear.
0: That's lovely. Yeah. Go back and give him that reassurance and parent him a little bit as well.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. Like if we if we thought back to our own childhood, like how would I parent myself at that time?
0: Yeah, I'm thinking I would probably say the same thing to to me as well because it is just about kind of knowing that you know this this path is okay and it's going to lead you places and you know look at me now. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly.
1: exactly. Yep.
0: And um finally <laughs> what would you what would you say the world would look like if Every single person on the planet took care of their mind, body, and soul.
1: Wow. How would it be? That's a great question. It'd Obviously, energetically, it'd be a very different place. It'd be a very more wholesome place. It'd be very more connected. It'd be very... More at peace. I think we'd see less road rage, we'd see less pollution, we would see more giving and love in the community. We'd see more people interacting rather than toiling around us. The there just there'd be a lot more love, basically. I mean, if everyone did heroic dose out there as well, it'd be a very different place. <laughs> but it yeah, really basically is. it'll in the long and the short of it, there'd be a lot more love out there. Not that there's not, but there's there'd be a lot more.
0: Yeah, a lot more connection, compassion and understanding. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's my dream. <laughs>
1: well, look, we're on the path, right? You with this podcast, everything you do, I do what I do. We all do add a little bit to help support people and raise the, raise the, I don't want to say raise the consciousness, but just help them to support themselves, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Well, that is everything that I wanted to ask you, James. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you for your time today. <laughs>
1: thank you Kat and if I could just say I just want to and I love to always do this is to acknowledge you and just say thank you very much for for what you're doing thank you very much for this podcast and for the message that you send out there because every human out there sending this message of wellness or just some form of positivity is a beautiful thing and I want to acknowledge you for doing that for our world and for our universe so thank you
0: thank you received thank you so much that's so kind of you all right because, uh, Take thank care you very yourself. much
1: for having me Thank you, you too.
0: Oh, wasn't James an incredible guest? I absolutely loved having him on the show. He is such a funny human, such a positive light. A big thank you to James once again. And I really would love to collaborate with him at some point because... We are very, very similar in what we do. um, And I think it could be quite hilarious. Uh, (laughs) Let me know what you guys think about that. Good idea, bad idea. (laughs) And of course, if you have enjoyed this episode with the wonderful Mr. James Carson, all his details are in the show notes. So if you want to get in touch with him, maybe explore a little bit of self-care and holistic wellness with him, then that's the way to get in touch. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, it means so much to me if you could leave me a five-star rating on Spotify, share with your friends, your family, leave a review on Apple as well, and get in touch if you have any questions whatsoever. Um, I am also currently taking on new clients, so I wanted to just drop in that message and say there are currently five spots available for my three-month coaching program to help you find your center, to help you feel good within yourself and learn all about wellness, well-being, self-love and self-care. And to finish this beautiful episode, I am going to leave you with a beautiful message. Here we go. Self-care is so much more than a beauty regimen or an external thing you do. It has to start within your heart to know what you need to navigate your life. A pedicure doesn't last, but meditating every day does. I hope you have the most wonderful week and I will see you on next week's episode. Take care, everyone.